Yo, what's poppin'? What the deal? Whoa, 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 what's again? Back is the incredible. What's poppin'? Is your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of Father Bucket Protocol. Bring the horns in, baby. Wait, there's horns? I just always wanted to say, bring the horns in. Yo, what up, man? It's your man, Dean Edwards, man. Back another another edition of the Father Bucket uh, Protocol Call, as it were, podcast. Uh, yo, thanks, thanks for checking us out. Make sure you hit that subscribe. Make sure you comment, like. Make sure you uh, comments on the iTunes. I guess are big deals. So y'all make sure y'all y'all listen on iTunes and or SoundCloud and or both. You know, as a matter of fact, if you're listening on SoundCloud right now, go to iTunes and click, click play on it too. I'm double dipping. That's what I'm doing. That's that's how I do right now. You know, uh, uh, shout out to uh, to all things comedy and sky. You know what? I think I might be off of all things comedy though. I gotta double check on that. I, I, I went and looked up there. Was it yesterday? And I was like, wait, hey. I see. I'm. Just, it might be an archive podcast. So I, I, I need to talk to some people up there. See what the uh, what the deal is. In the meantime, make sure you support uh, more of my people. The soccer comic rant and let there be talk. Dean Del Rey, Ian Edwards, and a bunch of other cronies. Shout out to my man uh, <laughs> Brian Scalero and <laughs> his podcast. Man, make sure you just check out. There's a lot of funny uh, out there. And uh, and diving right in, because um, it's been a been a quick quick bit of a second. Um, we're finally off tour. Got a chance to uh, catch a breather. Needed that. Um, oh, and you know what? Uh, <laughs> I will I will say that um, that I imagine if you're if you're in the Ohio area, the Toledo specifically, you catch me at the Toledo Funny Bone. This week, May 18th through May 21st, at the Toledo Funny Bone. Toledo Funny Bone or the Funny Bone? I'm gonna say the Funny Bone. Toledo Funny Bone. Make sure you come, uh, come swing through if you get a chance. If you in the in the area, it's gonna be uh, gonna be phenomenal. I this is one of those weeks. I actually I have no idea who's featuring for me um, this particular week because Harris. Big up my boy Harris Stanton. Um, he is he's he's prepping to record his comedy album, which I'm very proud and happy for him. And so in preparation, he is uh, he's getting ready to make make it happen. He's taping at Gotham Comedy Club, which I plan on making sure I swing through at the end of May, I believe. That's the uh, weekend of the 26th and 27th, and May May. Uh, 2627 Gotham Comedy Club. Make sure you go check your boy out. I'm a, I'm definitely swing through and support. I think he has five shows his first time headlining at uh, Gotham. I'm very very happy and proud um, for him and, and happy to support my brethren. You know, big up big up High Staten and make sure you go follow him because he's finally finally on uh on Instagram. I think it's uh. Comedian Harris Stanton or something. You put it in. Um, I know I've tagged him on a couple of pictures and also on Twitter because um, I support my people. That's how. That's how we do. I shine. You shine. I shine. You shine. In this day and time, 
Remember that remix to uh, Mary J's? For the sweet memories, I know you can hear me now. For the record, I love you. So yeah, Toledo Funny Bone, I have no idea who's featuring for me, but it's going to be their pleasure as well as mine. We'll make it happen either way. And uh, it's been, it's been, damn, it's been about three years since I, since I did this club. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to returning. Last time I was there, I was with my man, uh, they had packaged, it was like the, you know, an SNL show. It was myself and my man Brooks Whelan. We co-headlined. Well, I, I headlined. I was closing. Um, and been there, done that. They they sometimes will do that. They'll they'll have, for those that don't know, they will co-headline you with someone that might not be as seasoned as you, uh, but they think that's going to help the ticket sales. So, whichever. Um, it was a decent show. He's a good kid. I enjoyed, uh, joy. We we went and hung out at Bar Louis a couple couple of nights. I'm, that's why I'm looking forward to getting back there, go to that Bar Louis, and even better than that, the hotel is literally, it's less than what maybe, maybe 200 feet from the from the hotel entrance is the club entrance. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's that means I can I can walk if the show starts at eight o'clock. I can roll over take my nap, take my shower, and then just head over to the club. Eh, 8.15? Because the host doesn't get off till about 8.15, 8.20. Feature's going to do, I don't go on till what, 8.45, 8.50? Right? So I don't, I don't need, why did I got to get there at 7.50? For what? I hate, I hate, anyone that knows me knows, I can't stand sitting on ice, waiting and preparing to go on stage. That's just, uh, that's an irritant, to say the least. Uh, I, I will say somebody got me sick. Someone infected me this this past uh, weekend. I I was I was of the infected. I was a walking dead, the walking infected. It was it was uh, rough. My allergies already been a problem, and so um, you know my I'm sure my immune system was wide open. And so Friday night, surprisingly, I saw Harris was at a. Uh, Eastville, he and I were working at Eastville together, working out, working out some new joints, some new material, you know, while, while Harris prepares his, uh, his hour, uh, that's what we do for, for those of you that don't know, when you, when you're preparing to, you know, any big show, when, anytime you're preparing for, preparing for a big show, whether you're Chris Rock preparing for the Oscars, or you're Harris Stanton preparing to, uh, do your first headlining gig at a, a club as as uh, renowned as as Gotham Comedy Club, and you also happen to be taping your first comedy album, you know you want to be right. So what does that require? It requires a lot of hard work, a lot of prep, a lot of, a lot of preparation, son. Got to get get your head right. But more than that, get your jokes right. You know, get get it to where uh, you master your material, huh? You got to master that material. Make sure. Make sure um, that you can, you can, if if need be, you can turn your material on autopilot. And by that I mean you can just go. You you can you, your 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 verbiage is so so meticulous, so succinct, so succinct, so succinct that even if someone interrupts you, you can pick up right where you left off. You know, because it's a it's a script to an extent. Now, obviously, you straight from the script. 
you improv. That's what any good, uh, talented artist does. Any auteur would do. I'm sure when Tarantino is shooting, I'm sure when Spike Lee is shooting, I'm sure when when uh, Coppola or Scorsese are shooting, they they leave room for not just error, but room for for the muse to sort of take over. And that's what you do on stage. You master your words and get get things down to a science and economize. That's what rehearsal is. That's why when people have, uh, when they shoot movies or you have a, um, uh, you know, production, a play, you rehearse, you rehearse, you keep rehearsing. Rehearse for, for any new comics out there, man. Just rehearse. Keep keep running that material. You know, got to keep running that material, you know. Whether, whether whether in your car, on the train, people going to think you're talking to yourself at the house, in the mirror, to yourself. I talk to myself all the time. Sometimes I add to back, player. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where the best stuff comes from. Be just riffing. Riffing, whether riffing with your friends or riffing solo. I got to riff. I got to get it, get it out, get the ideas out. It's what, it's what I do, baby. So yeah, you know, make sure you uh you run your material. That's what that's what uh we were doing. So Friday night, we uh Harris like, yo, let's go get some uh pizza at this place around the corner on uh on Bowery on Third Avenue. Raise pizza. And we go, low key, and um we order, I think, uh in honor of my dad, because pizza night in my house is Friday night. That's a tradition. From when I was growing up, we anybody else do that? Y'all do? Anybody have like special like traditions? Like you know, some like Sunday night you might have uh, Sunday night dinner with the family. You go to your your mother's or your grandmother's house, soul food Sunday, and everybody's blood pressure goes up a little bit higher. Yeah, when you go to go to Big Mama's house on Sunday, so um, yeah, Friday night at our house has always been pizza night, so we do pizza. So I already had two slices. Then I went went out, and then Harris was like, "Yo, let's get a slice." So I remember my dad's uh, dad used to always get, uh, I think it was the extra cheese, with with onion and uh, onions and peppers, red peppers, green peppers, and onions, right? So I had a slice. That joint, yo, that joint. I feel feel my sodium go way up. My fingers got numb. I laid down that night. I couldn't sleep. My leg was like, oh, so you just, you you think you just going to go to sleep? Nah. Nah, you want to you wanna eat a slice of pizza at, at uh, near midnight. So, yeah, now you're going to feel this. Want to lose a foot? <laughs> want to lose me? That's how it felt. Oh, got to make sure you drink a lot of water. You get older, you realize, okay, I can't, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know if I can eat that late anymore, at least not heavily, without exercising. Because this was funny, Saturday night, uh, we, 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 as if Friday night wasn't lessened enough, right? Saturday was worse because we went to Cat's Deli, had this, had a pastrami sandwich. Harris, this fool, Harris talks to me, it's probably good he's not going on the road with me because we wind up just going and, and getting into trouble. Harris Harris always has me wind up in 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 places of ill repute. <laughs> oh shoot! But it's always fun. It's always fun. You go on the road with your dogs. I don't know who's gonna be out there with me this week. You know, it'll be interesting. So um, 
And so we went to Katz's. I had half a pastrami. I said, I can't eat that. They, these mugs, I mean, they give you a sla just slabs of, of meat in between what may as well be two crackers, right? Two saltine crackers because you hardly have any bread. You just have a lot of meat and pickles. And so I'm, uh, I eat half and I felt, felt my foot got numb again. I was like, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't eat this, but I, uh, I knew I would work it off because, uh, my man DJ Spinner and Keystar Productions had another, it was Stevie Wonder's birthday. We sing happy birthday to Stevie of the Wonder, of the Wonder Clan. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday to Happy birthday. Nimmy 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 that's all you know. Don't act like I'm the only one that know the words. Y'all don't know the words. Huh? Y'all do not know the words to that to that song. Y'all don't know the words to the song? Why are you lying? <laughs> I got oh, you know what um yeah, so anyway, back to my original. So we went to the pizza spot. Um, and big up, you know, I go back and forth, big up spinner. Cause the, uh, uh, Stevie wonder, wonderful party, um, is always off the chain. I did my spot Saturday night. Then I went, went and met my lady, met my wife. We went and, uh, we danced something wonderful. See what I did right there. Keita, you see what I did? Um, uh, Keith and Vince, they always put on these dope parties. DJ Spinner, one of the dopest DJs out. Um, he does. If you ever get a chance, make sure you check out his 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 MJ celebrations. His uh, that that he does in uh, conjunction with Spike Lee's Forty Acres and Mules. If you're in Brooklyn, in uh, in Jul in August, and you get a chance, make sure you go to the block party celebrating Michael Jackson's. Uh, uh, birth and his contribution but more than that make sure you check out my man spinner anytime he's in your city he tours with these parties man they said he does parties where they celebrate music of michael jackson and just the jackson canon that means janet and the jackson five and even reby huh They also do the Prince uh, and his acolytes uh, parties, uh, where's Prince, and you get everyone from Prince to the time. To Sheena Easton even gets some burn. Sinead O'Connor, anyone that Prince Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Shaka Shaka, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. My mother, <laughs> my mother told me a story about this dude who uh, I guess uh, Shaka Khan was married to, and he was like, yeah, you know, it's something Khan, and he was like, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I gave it a name, Khan. She got Khan from me. And I'm like, oh, oh, I guess, yeah, Shaka Khan makes it. So before that, was 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 she Shaka Jones? Did she, did she, or did she just flip her whole name? It's worth looking up. And I'm too lazy to do it right now. So y'all can look it up if you'd like. Or maybe I'll check. I'll get back to you next week. You know I ain't getting back to you next week. I have moved on. But there's some tit there's a little tidbit of uh, trivia you can go and look up. That way, if you have on uh, uh, Jeopardy, and the question is, 
was married to a, a bassist last name Khan, changed her name, and she became uh, the singer of a, a group fronted by Rufus, and then went on to become a solo artist who's now an R&B goddess. And, and she wants you to know, wants you to tell her something good. How about that? Huh? And then you can see Shaka Khan. And when you answer, you say, shaka Khan, shaka Khan, shaka Okay, that's enough. Dean, you ran the joke. It went too long. It went along too long, like an SNL sketch. My wife said that to me the other day. She's like, this uh, Melissa McCarthy was on SNL, did this uh, Spicer, her, her uh, Sean Spicer bit. And then it was funny for the first three minutes. And then it went on too long. And my wife says, uh, what'd she say? She's like, um... In typical SNL fashion, it went on too long. I said, you know what's funny? Once there, you're always there. They still have you because you do find yourself defending. Because I was like, well, it's, 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 it's this long because they had to fill the time. It can't just end the sketch because y'all are tied with it and <laughs> done with it. They got to they gotta fill time. It's a live television show. So back to my original, back to the question at hand. Perfection is perfection. I'm going to let them understand. I forgot who sang it, uh, Dre or uh, or Snoop. That was that was Snoop right there. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Big up Snoop got a new album. Enough big ups. Okay. So anyway, this dude he got me sick because we go into the pizza spot Friday night. See, I came back. I'm landing a plane. Came. Uh, we went in. This dude recognized me. Actually. As I was uh, walking away, he came over. He's like, yo, nah, I got to say what's up to my man. Yo, yo, you a funny dude. You a funny dude, man. I was like, oh, I appreciate that. And here's what's funny. Shook his hand. Said to myself, you should go wash your hand. You know you should wash your hand, right? Because you're about to eat a slice of pizza. And they give you the little wax paper, but nobody uses it. I ain't used wax paper in a long time. And I sure enough didn't use it Friday night because I ate it with my hand. My hands touched the pizza. I even said to myself, well, don't eat the crust, right? Since the crust was a grip, don't eat the crust. Just eat the pizza part and leave the crust. I'm like, I'm a New Yorker, son. Could I look like not eating crust off a of pizza? Huh? That just seems <laughs> unfathomable. So I ate it um, maybe an hour later. <laughs> Was already allergies were already hitting me. Hour later, I feel the lump in my throat as I'm headed back to Brooklyn. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I'm burning up. And I'm like, ah, uh, maybe maybe I should have, maybe I should have just ate the pizza and not the the. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have had the the crust. I guess that dude dude was a little germy. I could have washed my hands, but you know what? It, I just didn't feel like it. it paid for it, but I I did not sleep well. On top of uh, salt in my foot. On top of sodium in the toe, I also just felt terrible. I took some cold ease. Y'all know I hardly even mess with medicine over the counter. You know, I'll do the herbal. I'll let my body fight it. Couldn't help it, so I, I had to take it. And if I got home by, like, 2, I probably didn't get to sleep till, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock. No, no, I'm sorry, 4.35 o'clock. I was messed up. Um, fought it all day Saturday. Um... Had fortunately had some uh some Jamaican uh some sort of um soup in the fridge and uh and diced up. I I probably had like two cloves of garlic. People don't realize how healthy garlic is. Garlic fights it. It's almost like whatever's sick in your body is like, oh damn, do you smell that? Let's get out of here. 
because <laughs> that garlic, I know I was thinking up the room, something awful by Saturday morning. My wife came in the room, she brought me some soup. I had my daughter bring me a clove of garlic. I died. I was like, here, just dice up a little piece. Then I just cut up this whole big size of my fingernail garlic, right? The size of the tip of my thumb, piece of garlic. I diced that whole joint up, ate it. And I'm a, I'm a lot better by by uh and I had shows on Saturday night and I had to go to the uh the wonderful joint you know yeah where you go where you gonna do but I burnt calories right dancing that night you know as I as I was about to leave they played uh they played uh as and once I once you hear bum, 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 doo, 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 as around sunny afternoon scenes evolving. Right, as soon as you hear that, I'm like, oh, boom, I'm good. I'm good. Played play that joint, and uh, and and the song lasts for like 10, 12 minutes. That joint was dope. <laughs> and y'all don't know, I dance, man. I go hard in the paint. Have my have my boots on. I was right. I was right and ready. You can't. I can't. I can dance in my sneakers, but I prefer having shoes or boots on, man, because then I can really spin and get my. I'm nice. I'm nice too. I get. I get kind. Get kind of hectic. Anyway, so all I have to say: wash your hands. Today's protocol. <laughs> Make sure you wash your hands, kitties, because if you don't, you get Jeremy. Trust it. Take it. Take it from Uncle Dean. He's here to make sure you don't get sick. Um, no, no one thinks people still think that global warming is is a uh, is a fraud. Yeah, is that that's what people are going with? Um, uh, the reason I say that is because it, it it's May, middle of May. It's almost June, and I had a scarf on uh, on Saturday and Sunday of this past weekend. Just putting that out there. Just just one to grow on. Well, something to think about. You know, just uh, a little something that maybe you should ponder. Uh, yeah. Um. So. Now, now that now that that cold open is 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 done. Oh, and you know what? Shout to anybody um in the D in Detroit. Well, Toledo, Toledo's like forty five, fifty minutes out. But if you're in Detroit, man, come come out to Toledo, and uh, check me out at the Funny Bone. I want my people to come out. I want my people to come. All my people to come out, son. Feel feel me. Come with me. Hail Mary. Sometimes you just had to randomly uh, break into song, you know. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, shout, you know what? I should shout out my boy uh, Rob's in Ann Arbor. My boy Rob English moved back from L.A. to uh, to Ann Arbor. You know, I want to make sure my people come out uh, from the D. Do people in Ann Arbor, like, say they're from the D? Does that count? No, no, I guess they're from Ann Arbor, right? Yeah. Well, I got Because I think of Rob. I'm like, well, Rob's from Detroit. That's what I always said, but he moved back to Ann Arbor. I was like, well, are you an Ann Arborin? An Ann Arborin? Yo, Rob, come out, man. All my all my D people come out. The, 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 I'm, I'm strong in the D. I get loves in the D. Huh? Shout out to my man CP. From the D, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 how I gets down. It's a breeze in the in the in the D. Keep it keep it breezy. Feel me? Uh, anywho, I'm reading a really reading a really good book right now. Really good book right now. Um, I don't know if I told y'all. Probably not, cause I just heard about it last week. I was uh I was listening to the radio, listening to 
Power 105.1 with, with, uh, with, it's, yo, this DJ Envy, is Angela Yee and Charlamagne is God, you know what I'm saying? Ab absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, they had this author on last week by the name of Ryan Holiday. And he, uh, he's written a couple of books. Um, they were talking about one in particular, his new book, Ego is the Enemy. And I said, you know, it sounds like an interesting book. So, uh, I already had plans on, um, on going by, uh, by Barnes and Noble anyway. Even though I like supporting, uh, the mom and pop's bookstores, book court on Court Street, uh, closed down in, um, downtown Brooklyn. There is a new place on Smith Street. Um, but in the meantime, I had to go to Barnes and Noble because couldn't find a copy of the War of Art, so uh, I was like, I should go cop another one. Um, but then I found my uh, copy uh, of the War of Art. Anyway, isn't that always the case? You you go buy something and then you wind up uh, finding another version of it, <laughs> or finding your original version of it. Like like I just I lost my little mini Beats by Dre headphones. I think I left them in church. They slipped out of my pocket. I wasn't on my phone in church, y'all. I think I was taking money out to put in in the tithe plate, and I think they uh, they they escaped from my pants. Kind of disappointed. Those were a gift, and I've been meaning to go back to ask about the lost and found. But I'm afraid I'm gonna find an usher with my headphones on, and then we gonna have to get into beef. Uh, so yeah, so I went to Barnes and Noble, War of Art, great book, great book. Uh, Stephen Pressfield. Uh, anyone that's never read the War of Art, go check it out. It'll help you get over some creative obstacles and, and hurdles. Uh, anyone I've ever su suggested this book to has been um, been very uh, very gracious and found something useful in it. And so I hope you can too, the War of Art. Uh, that's especially if, if you're creative. Uh, um, but even if you're not a creative man, is uh, we well, we all are creative on our own way. So... Find whatever uh, creative endeavor you have, and hopefully this book can uh, help you overcome the obstacles, hurdles, and the resistance, as it were. Um, yeah, so check that book out. But in the meantime, I'm reading this book, the the ego or ego's enemy, Ryan Holiday. Excellent books thus far. Very similar. I'm reading two books that are similar. Road to Character by David Brooks. Um, I I feel like I'm be, being a m more mature contributor to society because I uh, I actually know the the <laughs> I know the authors of of books right now. I'm actually proud of myself because I never I never yeah look man I I sling jokes I tell jokes I'm a funny man you know that's that's what I do uh, I'm a funny man and so I don't know. Uh, or can can spout off the names of auteurs the way uh the way the good professor can you know my my missus she she's good at that that's her thing me I'm usually like, yeah yeah I write a book of for forty eight laws of power and uh, I'm reading the new uh the new Walking Dead uh book thirteen compendium. And uh, Entertainment Weekly, XXL, those are my magazines, and GQ. My three magazines keep me sort of abreast on uh, pop culture. Um, I think I, it, it's something that I did 
prior to SNL, but then once I got on SNL, I realized how important it was to sort of keep your ear to the street. And um, I began to read on a consistent basis Entertainment Weekly, because that gives you weekly uh, entertainment news, as well as XXL and The Source magazine, because I like staying abreast on all things hip-hop. Um, and GQ magazine because I'm because I'm fly like that. I, I'm I'm up on my fashion. Feel me? So um so yeah, those those are my three. And and those those are just some tricks of the trade, man. That if if uh, whatever whatever you're into, like I do, I read time. I got pick up time every now and again. Sometimes Newsweek. Am I gonna lie and sit sit in and say I read the New York Times, uh, daily? Nope. Nah, that font is too small. I get sleepy when I read, son. I'm be honest. I get tired when I read. So those those are my uh, those are my go tos. And then obviously I get you know I, I surf the web. Even though there's you gotta sift through. I mean you find whatever's gonna give you information, and then you uh, then you use common sense and deduct the truth. Um, all that to say. I've never been the type that spouts off authors, but I happen to uh, dig the road to character and ego is the enemy. Both similar in that they uh, they both use historical context and specific stories of of individuals throughout history uh, that have um, that have had us. So like in Road to Character, uh, discusses how. Uh, how people's characters were formed and how they formed strong, s strong personalities and, and um, character traits that more people should emulate but aren't. And, and Ryan Holiday in his Ego's the Enemy uh, does something similar, but he also, he also is uh, pointing out how, well, I, I'm, I'm nowhere near finished the book, you know, but, um, it also discusses, I should say, some of the traits that people have to uh, that that are detriments to progressing, not just in life but in any uh, endeavor. You know, um, if you if you're if you want to be a writer, just write. Want to be um, a comedian? Just I, I tell comics all the time. New comics that come up to me like, yeah, man, I want to be a comedian. Get on stage, just do it. Don't talk about it. More you talk about it, the 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 harder it becomes to actually make it happen, you know. And then and and we all, we all are are guilty of uh, talking because talking is the easy way. Doing the actual work is the hard way, you know. It's e it's easy to 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 promote yourself and talk about how how dope you are. Don't talk about being dope. Be dope, you know. Accomplish something, you know. Or earn. Earn, uh, earn people's uh, adornment. Earn the accolades. You know, um, there's a, this. I'm reading this, this excerpt. It says the writer and former Gawker blogger Emily Gould, real life Hannah Horvath, if there ever was one, realized during her two year struggle to get a novel published, she had a six figure book deal and and she was stuck. Why? Because she was too busy spending a lot of time on the internet. That's why. 
And then he writes in her words, in fact, I can't really remember anything else I did in 2010. I tumbled, I tweeted, I scrolled. This didn't earn me any money, but it felt like work. I justified my habits to myself in various ways. I was building my brand. I can't stand that word brand, by the way. That's, that's Dean speaking. Uh, back to her quote. Blogging was a creative act. Even curating by reblogging someone else's point was a creative act. If you squinted, uh, it was also the only creative thing I was doing. And that's the problem. Therein lies the problem. Because uh, that's the weak side to all of us. At the beginning of any path, we're excited and nervous. So we seek comfort um, externally instead of inwardly. There's a weak side to each of us that, like a trade union, like a trade union isn't exactly malicious, but at the end of the day, still wants wants to get as much public credit and attention as it can for doing the least. That side we call ego. Good book, man. You should go check it out. Um, and let, let me know what you think if, uh, if and when you do uh, read it, as well as The War of Art. Like I said, um, you know, I beg up any, anyone that, that uh, reads the book. I, I welcome your comments and, and whether or not you dig the book and whether or not you find the um, any anything anything whether on the podcast or anything i suggest useful man because um i'm just sharing it because i felt like it helped me and hopefully it can help somebody else uh yeah so um so so um oh you know what also i know i'm giving a lot of shout outs man uh very proud today very proud of some of my peoples my pe- my peoples my peoples <laughs> Shout out to my man, uh, actually Mark Theobald, and my girl Ayana Dukey, because I woke up this morning and after doing the drop off for the, uh, the children's uh, schools and whatnot, it hit me. I said, "Yo, I got two friends that are staff writers on shows." Now, obviously, I have more friends that write on TV shows. Very proud, my man uh, Hugh Moore, um, because uh, Superior Donuts. Uh, got picked up for season two. Also, my boys, uh, Jermaine Fowler, who uh, is one of the stars and executive producers on the show, is on there. My man, Rail Battle, who uh, I'm going to have on here one day. We can let him tell the story of uh, um, how a particular network uh, snatched a particular show that that has his name, Battle, in the title. Uh, and how he didn't let that deter him from continue to grow and be great and he got wound up getting cast less than a year later on uh, on a major uh, network on a major uh sitcom that's that uh, from what i understand is doing real well um for cbs so good for him um and who else hugh is on there oh and my man maz maz jabrani who i think just uh went back to his alma mater i don't know if it's usc but he just uh uh, Cal State, somewhere in Cali, he just gave the commencement speech, and I was like, I was very proud. I got, man, I, I sent him a message on uh, on Instagram or commented, but I also want to reach out to him and tell him congrats, man. That's that's big. That's always if if you can't tell, I'm always very proud and supportive of my people, man. I'm not saying that. Look, that's the according to Ryan <laughs> Ryan Holiday in his book. Uh, that's my ego speaking. <laughs> <laughs> my ego wanting credit. See, I'm a nice guy I, because I support my friends. But I'm I'm really just saying saying it on some it it, it 
it does me no good to be upset or, or be envious or hateful of friends of mine doing well. And I feel like we should all support one another. So I support my friends and I'm very happy that they all are not only earning livings, but, um, you know, they've all moved up the ranks because once you are working in the realm of Hollywood in television and in film, um, you, you actually become a, an elite you're part of an elite group of people that can consider themselves working actors, working writers, working creatives, you know, versus just uh, pursuing the dream. You're living the dream, you know. And so I'm really proud. All, the, all those cats, man. And, and so today I celebrate Mark Theobald and Ayanna Dukey because they both, uh, Dukey, I don't think it's a secret. She didn't mention it. She's writing on a new show. Uh, 50 Cent has a new show on uh, on BT Networks, I believe, and uh, and she is going to be one of the well, she's she, she's one of the writers on that show. And as I mentioned before, Mark is a uh, Mark is one of the uh, staff writers on Tracy Morgan's new TBS project that is having their first table read today. I th- shout out to my girl Tiffany Haddish. Um, who I'm very proud of, Tiffany rocking out on the Carmichael show and now Tracy's show, and she has a new comedy special coming out on Showtime. So, very, very it, it all feeds me, man. It all gets me excited, and it should excite uh, you if if you're friends with any of these cats, uh, because if anything, it should inspire you. You know, it inspires me, makes me say, okay, it's possible. It's possible to keep living the dream because because you're surrounded by people that are that are doing their thing, you know, um, so yeah, Mark's, Mark, Mark says to me on Friday, he's like, yo, just got the, uh, the, the call sheet or something for, for table read, I was like, yo, this is really happening, I'm like, Mark, <laughs> you, you are writing on a real show or for, for television, dude, like, this, this is really happening, you know, like, you gotta, did you, he's like, yeah, nah, I know, but it's just like, it's like, you know, we were writing in the vacuum out in L.A. I said, yeah, I get it, That's which is dope. I said, you know, it's funny. I said, and this is just the tip of the surface. It's going to get even better, and it's going to get to the point in three years, it's going to be like, yeah, we having a having the first table read this season, you know. I said, but look forward to when you're, you're, you're running your own show and it's the first table read. You know, that's, that's, that's how it's, you progress, in my opinion. All right, you hit this one goal. Now, now keep moving on to the next goal. You know, that's called success. That's succeeding. You know, people always paint, paint success as hitting that one goal. Now nah, you can have multiple goals. That's what life is. Got to keep, gotta keep reaching out and, and, and searching for new, uh, for new goals. Feel me? You know, um, and then life will be a breeze. Easy, breezy peasy, right? Is that a phrase? Breezy peasy? Easy breezy. I say peasy. I say peace. And be easy. And so I make it breezy. Oh, no, I make it peasy. Um, anyway, this, I, I know I ramble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's just, you know, I have so much so much love emanating from inside. And that's all. I just, I like to I keep it peasy. I'm going I'm to I'm end by saying peasy. Keep it breezy in peace. I forget it. Anyway, um, so make sure you check out that book. Make sure uh, when Fifty Cent's new show comes out, uh, you check that out, and you'll say, "Oh, that's that's uh, Dean's friend was writing on there." Make sure when you uh, when when 
Tracy Morgan show comes out, make sure you, you check that out and be like, oh, that's uh, Dean's boy Mark Rice on there. And also proud of Dukes because uh, wind up leaving the plantation. It's always impressive when someone can say, you know what, I'm quitting my day job to go pursue my dream. And that's what she's doing. So I'm very, very proud and happy uh, for that. Uh, I do believe, oh, you know what, and lastly, uh, did y'all hear about Steve Harvey's memo? <laughs> yeah, y'all had to hear about Steve Harvey's memo, right? Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, these things happen, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's not unheard of, uh, to say that, uh, you know, people don't, uh, have, have things to, uh, say to their staff, and, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna read a little bit, because I have to, uh, I gotta go. But let's see if we can let's see if we can find an excerpt from Steve Harvey's uh, memo because everyone's clowning it now, which is uh, which is too bad because he he the, the Matt Lauer from the Today Show made the best point right. He said it wasn't that he said it; it's that he you don't put it in writing, right? That's the mistake. You don't you don't put it in writing. And good good morning, everyone. Welcome back. I like y'all to review and adhere to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. I'm doing it with cocky. There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No stopping by or popping in. No one that's capitalized. Do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. If you open my door, expect to be removed. My security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent. Wouldn't it be anyone... My security team will stop everyone from my standing at my door who has the intent. Should be has the intent to see or speak to me. That's part. Nah, uh, that's just a little little edit. Shouldn't it have been has? That should have been has, right? H a s. Uh, I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I've been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. No more. All right, I'll beat you. Uh, I'll meet you at the train. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think what Steve Harvey did was wrong. I just think the, the tone of it, it comes off very arrogant. <laughs> it comes off very arrogant, and people are taking it that. Uh, that Do not wait in the hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. Please make an appointment. I promise you I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <coughs> I get where he's coming from because over the course of four seasons, I'm sure, it just was uh, it built up to a head and he finally was like, enough is enough. That's why you delegate. That's why you have people... That, that you say, you know what, here, you know what, I have lieutenants that, I have lieutenants that are going to speak, speak upon that, but, uh, hey, dealing with it now, because everybody clowning it, I understand that people have made spoofs of them, uh, hey, man, uh, comes with the territory, I guess, when, when you decided to go from just being a comic to being the male Oprah, uh, see, Oprah always was just Oprah, right, and, always delegated authority 
from having a strong opinion. And that means everybody ain't always going to be happy. So it's hard being the, the queen, the king of nice when you come from a, a, a career where you knew some people were going to wind up pissed off. Glad I, glad I ain't you. Uh, <laughs> yo, anyway, y'all got roll up out of here. Yo, all love, man. Two fingers. Make sure you uh, follow on all social media at IMD Edwards. Make sure you check us out on the next episode of Fun Monkey Protocol. Uh, um, and make sure you comment, subscribe. Like, I'll see y'all. Well, I'll talk to y'all next time. Catch you in, uh, in, in Detroit. Not in Detroit. In Toledo. But if you're in the Detroit area, make sure you come out to Toledo. Uh, all love. Two fingers. Breezy and peasy. Uh, well, peasy. Yeah. All right. All love. Peace.